Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is the dimension of imagination. It is an area which we call the Riley and Kimmy Show. The Riley and Kimmy Show. And welcome to a throwback kind of day. That's because it's a Thursday. It's a throwback Thursday episode number 1530. Right next to me is a person who is throwing, not up, throwing back. That is... Kevin! I got one name! Kevin! Hello, everybody! Hello, everybody! Hi! Hi. I'm your host, Patrick Riley. I am the villain of the story. That's so true, and the hero of this story in every single episode is right next to me, and that is Kimmy. She is always doing something new. You, you you amaze me, Kimmy. You're always doing something brand new. Mm. And that's one of the things I love. And matter of fact, that uh, she is strange. That helps, too. Welcome to this edition of the Riley and Kimmy Show. Welcome. And it's a throwback what, Kimmy? Thursday. Thursday such a crazy, lazy day. Thursday has its own. Oh, that's right. It's a crazy, lazy kind of day. It's a throwback Thursday. Welcome to the Riley and Kimmy show. Kimmy, do you have any big plans in the next 72 or so hours? Oh, well, yes, I do. And do you care to share on the Riley and Kimmy show what that might be? Well, we are going to be appearing somewhere. That is right. Do you have any information where we will be appearing, Kimmy? Well, it'll be in Ormond Beach. That's really close to Daytona. Mm-hmm. It begins in uh, Fortunato Park. Okay. And um, it is Sophie Circle's um, Rainbow Bridge Walk, where um, people can come and walk with their dogs over the bridge at sunset. Uh, in memory of their lost little fur kid. Okay. And we will be there. We'd love to meet you. Hear stories about your fur kid or kids, fur babies. Become part of the Riley and Kimmy Show's animal special show, which is totally dedicated just to animals and pets and wildlife as well. You can find out more about our animal-type show on our website. We have links. Or go directly to AnimalSpecial.com. We have a Facebook page dedicated just to that. Tell your friends if they like animals and pets. They don't have to be in Florida for this. Uh, Tell them about the Riley and Kimmy Show's Animal Special page. And visit our primary page, the Riley and Kimmy Show's big page, which is what web address, Kimmy? RileyandKimmy.com. Yes, from there you can find links to pop culture things and, and stories and links to pop culture type things. Right? Mm-hmm. 
and also interviews. We have done celebrity interviews. And the easiest way to listen to us anytime, any day, you can do that with iHeartRadio, iTunes, and also SoundCloud. Archived episodes going all the way back to number one are available. And our social media links. Best way to uh, stay connected with us is with like Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. All those links are available on our website. What is our web address? RileyandKimmy.com Find archived podcasts of The Riley and Kimmy Show at RileyandKimmy.com Pop Culture Escapism The Riley and Kimmy Show Riley and Kimmy Show. Shall we play a game? That is a question for this Throwback Thursday. Kimmy, are you alert enough? Do you want to go back in time and challenge your brain cells with a thrilling game of pop culture trivia? What say you? Yes, let's do that. All right, the timeline has been adjusted, meaning it's not running in chronological or linear order. Help Kimmy out. Talk to, shout at, yell, whisper to whatever computing device you have the Riley and Kimmy Show playing on right now. And it could be anything because we are mobile. We are global. You can take us anywhere on planet Earth. It's the Riley and Kimmy Show. She actually believes in time travel uh, answers. Uh, Yeah, you are in her future and she's in your past. She thinks the two of you can connect on that temporal highway and somehow communicate. I think it's kind of like a Quantum Leap episode gone a little wacky, but uh, she says it works. I guess she's sort of like Sam Beckett. You know, you could be Sam Beckett because Sam could be Samantha. Mm, mm-hmm. And, you know, Sam did go into a female body from time to time. Mm. One of my favorite episodes of Quantum Leap, a little sidetrack here, is where he leaps into a chimp. Oh, wow. It's a test chimp for NASA, and it, it he that man deserved an Emmy just for that episode alone. Well, let's see how we do with our own version of Sam Beckett here. Our very first question for you, Kimmy. The year is 1819. This country ceded Florida to the United States. What country had Florida? Yes, what country had Florida? She's like looking at me in terror like, oh, no, I didn't pay attention. I slapped in that that part of history class. What country, Kimmy, gave Florida? Yes, gave Florida to the United States. You should see I was going to remind you, I was going to say, well, Kimmy, do you remember when we went to St. Augustine, Florida and had a little tour? Do you remember any of that uh, stuff yeah, that was going on there? Okay, yes, it was Spain, 1819. The year, within 20 years, Kimmy, because I don't want to do math, within 20 years, so we're keeping it kind of round there, you know, 20 years. Yeah. The first five and dime store opens up. Now, I don't know if there were any five and dime stores around when, you know, the dime store, when you were a little kid. I think they were being phased out by the time we were starting to walk on planet Earth. There might have been some that still called themselves a dime store, or maybe some older person went, well, let's go to the five and dime or a dime store. When was the very first one of these, Kimmy? Within 20 years. Hmm. 1880? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Did, <laughs> did somebody uh, uh, yell at a, a computing device and give you that answer? Could be. Because it yeah. was 1879. Wow. That, that, wow. Thank uh, you. Bonus points here, Kimmy. I mean, some extra credit points if you can tell me the name of the first dime store, the first five and dime. Was it Woolworth? It was. Ooh. Did they have one of those in your hometown? Yes, they did. Did they have 
like a restaurant with it and and was it in a mall or was it so. somewhere separate? It was downtown. Oh, it was downtown. It had wooden floors and it smelled like mothballs. Now, I remember some stores like that in the area I grew up in. It wasn't Woolworths. Woolworths I'm only familiar with having to be in a, a mall and you know it it moved from downtown to a mall by the time I moved to this <laughs> major city which was less than uh you know 50,000 people. Mm. So yeah, that was my encounter. And they had food and stuff at that Woolworths, mm. a, a lunch counter and stuff like that. Now, I do vividly remember some good, fond experiences going to the Woolworths to pick up some Treasury Edition comic books, these large-sized comic books. And I wish I still – this this one – I had a stack of these, and it didn't make the moves over the course of time. Somebody, I think, kind of helped themselves. I had the Battlestar Galactica ones. They had them reduced to down to $0.10. Cents. And mm. I, I think I bought, if I remember right, I bought $5 worth of those. Wow. Yeah. Well, I liked Battlestar Galactica, and it was an investment, I thought. Uh huh. You know, because it was so cheap. Thinking ahead. Right. Yeah. I, I love the original Battlestar Galactica. Next question we have for you, Kimmy, is cinema based. Now, you've never seen this movie, I don't think, but I'm curious if you can identify the star in it, the male star. The movie from 1935 was directed by Frank Capra. You know, the guy who did It's a Wonderful Life. Right. You know the director, right? Yeah. Well, the movie is called It Happened One Night. It starred Claudette Corbert, and it opened on this date. It would win the Academy Award for Best Picture, Director, Actor, Actress, and Screenplay for 1935. Very important film. Now, can you tell us who the actor is who won that Academy Award from the 1934 film, It Happened One Night? Here is some audio. Listen carefully. He would, in just a few years, in five years be in a film he would be identified with for the rest of his life. Now, just to show you my heart's in the right place, I'll give you my best pair of pajamas. Uh, perhaps you're interested in how a man undresses. <laughs> you know, there's a funny thing about that. Quite a study in psychology. No two men do it alike. You know, I once knew a man who kept his hat on until he was completely undressed. Yeah, now he made a picture. Years later, his secret came out. He wore a toupee. Yeah. No, I have a method all my own. Uh, if you'll notice, the coat came first, then the tie, then the shirt. Now, uh, according to Hoyle, after that, the uh, pants should be next. There's where I'm different. I go for the shoes next. First the right, then the left. After that, it's uh, every man for himself. Ah, uh, don't be a sucker. Good night's rest will do you a lot of good. Besides, you got nothing to worry about. The walls of Jericho will protect you from the big bad wolf. Who is the big bad wolf, Kimmy? Who won the Academy Award for that portrayal? I don't recognize him. Oh, you know him. A few years later, he will say the line, Frankly, my dear, I don't give a... Damn. Yeah. Clark Gable. Yes, Clark Gable, 1934, won the Academy Award for Best Actor. In the movie It Happened One Night, I highly recommend checking out that film. The year is 1956. This person enters the music charts for the first time with this single. Identify the single, Kimmy. Well, since my baby left me, well, I found a new place to dwell. Well, it's down at the end of Lonely Street. That... And what is that song? Heartbreak Hotel. 
baby, you're so lonely, baby. Well, I'm so lonely. I'll be you're so lonely. I could die. Who had that as a hit, Kimmy? Who released or actually charted on this date? I'll be Elvis. That's right, Elvis Presley. Elvis, baby. Yeah, uh, 19, uh, 1956, Kimmy, the impersonator. Yeah, anytime uh, the Riley and Kimmy shows out and about, just come on by uh, wherever we're at, uh, whatever booth, and you know, ask her to impersonate. You know, see see what she's impersonating. You know, maybe you can figure it out. Hmm. Can't wait to actually hear her sing too. She'll be uh, doing renditions of songs in the near future too. You never know. That's right. You never know with Gimme. The year is 1965. Filming for the Beatles' second movie begins in the Bahamas. What is that second film? Help. You're right. Or do you need a lifeline? Which is it? Help. Oh, you mean no, help? No, no, I mean help the movie. You don't mean like help. You need help in finding the answer. You, It's help the answer. Yes. Yeah, okay. You're right. It is help. You're, you're right. I take it you've seen help. I have seen help. All right. 1968. This group releases its first single. This is Impossible Music Trivia. See if you can identify the group, Kimmy. The song is called The Silent Sun. The silent sun that never shines. She is the warmth of my lonely heart. The motion of a turning wheel. Can't you stop it and look around? Baby, you feel so close. I wish you could see my love. Baby, you changed my life. Can you identify that group by their sound there? 1968. Mm. I'm afraid not. Well, the song was co-written by member of the group. That person, Peter Gabriel. Can you tell me the name of the band? Peter Gabriel, so that has to be Genesis? That's Genesis, 1968, their first single, Wow. The Silent Sun. The year is 1977. This group releases this single, and they would eventually perform it many times live. Tell me the name of the song. Yeah, she stood in the doorway, Can you tell me the name of that song? Hotel California. Welcome to the Hotel California. And who released that on this date? 1977. The Eagles. That's correct. 1984, the United States Census Bureau statistics showed that this state was the fastest growing state of the decade with an increase in population of 19.2%. Impossible trivia, Kimmy. What state gets that award? Who had the fastest growth? The year 1984. California? Yes, Alaska. 1984. The year's 1986 at a concert in Boston for this group. Things were uh, delayed a little bit. Now, you've probably been to a concert before, Kimmy, and it didn't, didn't start on time, correct? Mm-hmm. I mean, the Rolling Stones are notorious for not starting on time as an example, right? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. there's other groups that, for some reason, they just don't start on time. Well, this one was delayed until 2 o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. That's because somebody had thrown tear gas into the club. 
the band that this happened to would have a number one hit a few years later in 1989. Tell me the name of the band. I think we're going to stump her. I think the temporal highway here, the corridor, is going to fail her. I don't think somebody's going to shout it out. Tell me the name of the group, Kimmy. I can't think of I'll it. I'll give you, the, they sometimes you know, went by their initials, F-Y-C. That's on one of their, at least, uh, CDs and albums. Fine Young Cannibals. That's right, Fine Young Cannibals, 1986, tear gassed, and a little delayed concert there. The year is 1986. MTV airs 22 hours of this TV series in celebration of their 20th anniversary as a group. Tell me who it is. Here's your clue. Take the last train to Foxville and I'll meet you at the station. You can be here by 4.30 because I've made your reservation. Don't be slow. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, no, no, no. Who is it, Gimme? The monkey. Moving to 1989, this group wins a Grammy for Best New Artist. Tell me the name of the group. Here is your, here is your clue. Best New Artist Grammy, and then it's eventually taken away because they admitted well, a little bit later that they were the vocalist on the album. Tell mm-hmm. me tell me who it is. Millie Vanilli. That's right. Do you have Millie Vanilli in your collection? No, I don't. Are you certain about that? I'm sure. All right. The year is 1989. This group performs this song on the Grammys. Who is it? Doctors imprisoning me. Who is it, Kimmy? Metallica. Yes, they performed one on the Grammy Awards 1989. The year is 1997. Scottish scientist Ian Wilmot and his colleagues announced that they had successfully cloned a certain animal, Kimmy, the first mammal to have been successfully cloned from an adult cell. First of all, what type of animal was it? A sheep. For bonus points, Kimmy, can you tell me the name of that cloned sheep? What was the sheep named? Hmm. Molly? Close. Somebody's not talking clearly enough into the phone or the cell phone or the tablet. Mm. Millie? Uh, you're you're going now the Nelly? wrong you're going now the wrong direction. It is Dolly. That's the Dolly. name. Dolly. Yeah, 1997. It's on this date, Kimmy. 2010. A copy of this comic book sold at an auction for one 
million. Can you tell me, without any extra clues, what comic book would sell for $1 million? 2010. Superman? Action number one? This is a job for Superman. Up, up, and away! It is a Superman comic book. What was that answer you gave us? Action so, Comics number one? That is it. Action Comics number one from 1938. $1,000,000. The year is 2009. This person wins an Academy Award for Best Supporting Actor after his death. Tell me who it is. It's 2009. But I know the truth. There's no going back. You've changed things. Forever. <laughs> kill you what would i do without you go back to ripping off mob dealers no 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 you you complete me don't talk like one of them you're not even if you'd like to be to them you're just a freak like me can you tell me who won the award heath ledger that's right kimmy probably in my opinion the best comic book movie superhero movie ever made i absolutely agree celebrity and notable birthdays that means famous people kimmy this person born in the state 1732 first president of the united states of america who is it george washington that's correct born on this date and on this date, his birthday in 1885, the Washington Monument was officially dedicated in Washington, D.C. It opened to the public four years later. It took them forever to actually build this thing, over 25 years, because they they needed funding and they didn't have funding. And, it, and there was all kinds of behind-the-scenes turmoil. Mm-hmm. But it was eventually opened in 1889, but dedicated on his birthday, 1885. And in honor of George Washington... On our website right now, we have a Golden Age of Radio production about him, and it's quite unique. It's called Biography in Sound. It's a documentary series that was broadcast from 1954 to 1958. This one we have features on George Washington, and it originally aired 1955. I guarantee it's something different you have not heard before. It's quite fascinating. In honor of George Washington, check that out on our website at RileyandKimmy.com. Next individual, born on this date, 1857, Robert Baden-Powell. I know you have no clue who that is, right? No. Robert Baden-Powell was a British Army officer, writer, author of Scouting for Boys, which was the inspiration for the scouting movement. He was the founder and first chief scout of the Boy Scouts Association and founder of the Girl Guides, which became the Girl Scouts. He is the father of the Boy Scouts, the whole thing. Mm. So... Kind of important to me because I was a scout, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, kind of important. Next individual, Kimmy, actor, born in the state, 1907. Best known for leading roles in two TV shows, even though he he had starred in quite a few movies before going to television. Identify one of the TV shows he was part of, Kimmy. Here is your clue.
identify that TV show. I can't. He played uh, the one of the parents on the show, meaning the, the dad. Does that help you at all? Mm, father knows best. Like all families who sometimes move away to a different town or neighborhood, and not always without regret, the Anderson family will move to another night and network, beginning with our next presentation. We cordially invite all our old friends, and we hope many new ones, to look in on us. Good night. Yes, Kimmy got that part right. Now, can you tell me who was born on this date in 1907? Who played Mr. Jim Anderson? Mm, I know that. Okay. That is um, the same guy that played Marcus Welby. Marcus Welby, M.D. Kimmy got that part right. Who is it? Who was born on this date? 1907, Kimmy. Robert Young. That's right. Robert Young passed away 1998 at the age of 91. Next individual is very important in the world of television. He was part of a, well, film as well. He was an actor in both. Producer, director, and writer for TV, though. Very big in television. He was producer of The Danny Thomas Show from 1953 to 64, The Andy Griffith Show, The Dick Van Dyke Show, Gomer Pyle, I Spy. He was director of The Andy Griffith Show, some episodes, The Danny Thomas Show, The Dick Van Dyke Show, My Favorite Martian, The Pilot Only, I Spy, and Lassie, four episodes from season one. His name, Kimmy, serves as a namesake for the characters, well, two of them on The Big Bang Theory. Can you tell me who this guy is? Um, Sydney Sheldon. <laughs> She's tried. That's good. You got partly right, Kimmy. You got it partly right. It's Sheldon Leonard, who was born in this date, 1907. His name for well, his name is part of Sheldon Cooper, Doctor Sheldon Cooper, and Leonard Hofstetter on The Big Bang Theory. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, and he did a lot of lot of work. Also talked about television and its changes. Here's Sheldon Leonard. But we are discovering right now, as we are in a time of turmoil and change in television, we are discovering that actually the sponsor was a pretty good thing and that his absence is turning out to be a pretty bad thing because television is reaching a state in which I may soon turn my back on it. Not that this is going to cause NBC to go into bankruptcy or anything, but uh, uh, because of the color it may the coloration it may give our discussion, uh, I am telling you that. I am telling you that, that uh, I'm despondent about what's happening on television. I see no immediate chance of it's getting better. For years, I avoided uh, any involvement in anything but television. I dedicated myself to it. I, I wasn't interested in doing feature pictures, doing theatrical film, or doing a play on Broadway, or any of the other intriguing things that one can do in my profession. I wanted to do television. I thought that I understood it. It had been kind to me, and I thought it was going someplace. I think it still will go someplace, but I haven't the time to wait for it now. Because of the things that are developing as a result of the abdication of the sponsor. That is from 1968, and we have the entire conversation that he did about television and how it was changing and what he was doing with television 
That's available on our website at RileyandKimmy.com. As a kid or young adult, did you read the Guinness Book of World Records often? Uh-huh. Then tell me why this person is famous. He was in the book when you were a kid. Still there, Kimmy. Robert Wadlow, born 1918. Uh, the tallest man? You're right. Known as the Alton Giant, the Giant of Illinois. He is famous for being the tallest person ever in recorded history. He stood 8 feet 11.1 inches in height, weighed 490 pounds, died at the age of 22, and at the time of his death, because of his disorder, he showed no signs of an end to the growth that he, it was happening. They have no idea how big he might have become. Wow. And there's been songs about him, Kimmy, or a song that's been recorded more than once. It's called The Giant of Illinois. Here's the Handsome Family, a little sample. The Giant of Illinois Died from a blister on his toe After walking all day Through the first That's from 1998 by the Handsome Family. Then it was covered by Andrew Bird. Giant of Andrew Bird and his rendition of the Giant of Illinois. Paul Dooley, born on this date, actor. He is 90. He's been in a ton of films. He was in Popeye. He played Wimpy. You know that 1980 film? Did you ever Mm. see that? Well, he played Wimpy. He was in 16 Candles in 1984, Telling Lies in America, one of my favorite movies. It deals with broadcasting of the late 50s and early 60s. Kevin Bacon plays a nasty disc jockey in it. Fantastic. It's from 1997. And he's part of the Cars franchise. He is the voice of Sarge. That's Paul Dooley celebrating his 90th birthday. Next person born, 1932, an American politician who served as a senator from Massachusetts for over 40 years. Who is it, Kimmy? He ran for president at one time. Tell me who was born, 1932. My fellow Democrats and my fellow Americans, I have come here tonight not to argue as a candidate, but to affirm a cause. I'm asking you, I am asking you to renew the commitment of the Democratic Party to economic justice. Can you tell me who that is, Kimmy? Teddy Kennedy. That's right, Edward Kennedy, born 1932, died 2009 at the age of 77. Impossible music trivia, Kimmy. Let's just see how good you are, though. You might have heard this uh, song in the past. This individual who was born on this date, 1936, had a number one hit in 1961. It was number one on the Billboard Pop Charts in the United States. The song is Mother-in-Law. She worries me so. I 
This person born on this date, 1936. Who is it? He had the hit Mother-in-Law. I don't believe I know this one. That's Ernie K. Doe, who was born in 1936, died in 2001 at the age of 68. Next person is a retired American basketball player, Kimmy. He is celebrating his 68th birthday. He was in tons of commercials. See if you can identify who it is. He does make reference to his nickname. Here's your clue. You know, scientific tests have proven that when you drink Dr. Pepper slowly, the 23 flavors taste even better. Hey, I get it, because half my life's been in slow motion. Watch this. Slower is better. Trust me. I'm a doctor. Some things come easy when you do them over and over. For the hook, it's practice every day. For the over-the-shoulder pass, keep at it. And for fighting cavities, it's advanced formula crest. It's even better than the crest that I grew up with. So as long as I call the shots, crest is this family's toothpaste. So take it from the doctor. Score big at checkup time. With crest, your kids can have even fewer cavities than you did. Little throwback Thursday there. Who is this person, Kimmy? Uh-oh. He had his nickname there. He gave part of it. He gave part of his nickname. Dr. J? It's Dr. J. Can you tell me his real name? T. Julius uh, Irving having a birthday uh, today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you're, supposed to, you're supposed to know the sports here yeah, on the Riley yeah, yeah, and Kimmy yeah. Show. Yeah. And he also did Converse commercials and tons of other things as well. Next person having a birthday today. Kimmy, identify who it is with this audio clue. And tell me how old he is within five years. He was part of this TV series. Tell me the TV series. Twin Peaks. Correct. He did film before Twin Peaks. Tell me who it is who's celebrating a birthday. Diane, 11.30 a.m., February 24th. Entering the town of Twin Peaks. Five miles south of the Canadian border, 12 miles west of the state line. I've never seen so many trees in my life. W.C. Fields would say, I'd rather be here than Philadelphia. 54 degrees on a slightly overcast day, weatherman said rain. You get paid that kind of money for being wrong 60% of the time and be working. Who is it, Kimmy? Oh, I totally know who that is. You do? Yeah. Then tell us who it is. What's his initial? K.M. 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 Kyle McLaughlin. That's correct. How old is he today? Um, Within five. 58. He's 59. Now, besides the Twin Peaks film, what other two David Lynch movies did he appear in? Can you name at least one of them? Blue Velvet. That's correct. And the other? Um, The other one? Uh, uh Uh-oh. I don't know. Dune. Oh, the one I've never seen. Yeah, Dune. Yeah, David Lynch probably liked to keep it that way. Remember, he (laughs) had his name taken off the the Uh. Dune credits. Uh, Yeah, he was in Dune as well and Blue Velvet and the other, the Twin Peaks movie. Next individual American actress best known for her role on this sci-fi TV show, Kimmy. Identify the TV series. Can you tell me the name of that TV series, Kimmy? Uh, it's one of the Star Trek. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is one of the Star Treks. Which one? Um, I'll give you this much of a clue. Catherine Janeway stars, or Catherine Janeway is the character, the, the commander. 
mm-hmm. on this one. Which one is it? Mm-hmm. And it's one that has the uh, the doctor that you liked so much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Can't think of it. You know, they were lost. Yeah. They were way away from home. They were heading back home. They were on a journey, also called something else. A journey can be called a... Trip. This is like password. A trip can also be called a... Journey. You can can go on a boat and cross the ocean. Cruise. Uh, not now. No, you you get you get on your boat and you go. Vacation. On. No, it starts with a V. Voyager. Yes. Whoa. Play password with Kimmy. Super password. No. <laughs> this actress having a birthday was on that show, Kimmy. Not part of the first season. She came in and the ratings then spiked. Tell me. Who is having a birthday? Seven of nine, tertiary adjunct of Unimatrix zero one. But you may call me seven of nine. I speak for the Borg. You are erratic, conflicted, disorganized. Every decision is debated, every action questioned. Every individual entitled to their own small opinion. You lack harmony, cohesion, Greatness. It will be your undoing. Sounds like Kimmy or one of her relatives, possibly. (laughs) (laughs) Can you you tell me who played Seven of Nine? Jerry Ryan. That's right. How old is Jerry Ryan today within five years? 52. Jerry Ryan celebrating her 50th birthday today. Next person, actress, had her breakout role in a Steven Spielberg film, Kimmy. And shortly after that, she would appear on Carson... Tell me who's having a birthday today. Let's meet you two. I've been waiting all my life to meet you, and I found you. Of your whole life. It's a miracle. It's a miracle. Well, that's why I stayed on the show an extra seven years, just so you you would show up here. Well, I wanted to meet you too because I've been reading all about you, and you're a you're a lovely young actress. Thank you. Do you know I stay up? Till a couple of hours to watch your show. Do you really? Just because of you. You're kidding. No. Oh, come on now. Are you serious? Mm-hmm. Do you understand all of the all of the jokes? Uh, some of them. Well, you fit right in. Who is it who's having a birthday? Drew Barrymore. How old is Drew Barrymore today? Within five years. 48. She's 43 today. Be interesting to ask her if she actually remembers that Carson experience. I mean, actually can remember it at all. I see dead people. Notable deaths. Famous people who passed away on this date in history. 1987. This American pop artist and film producer dies of a heart attack at the age of 58. See if you can identify who it is, Kimmy. Here's an audio, well, a little excerpt of uh, an interview with this individual. Tell me who it is. Oh, we, uh, we started having, we're sponsoring a new band. It's called the Velvet Underground. And, uh, and we're trying to, when, since I don't really believe in painting anymore, I thought it would be a nice way of combining, uh, and we have this chance to combine music and, and art and, uh, uh, films all together, and uh, we're sort of working on that, and and 
Well, the whole thing is being auditioned tomorrow at nine o'clock. And if it works out, it might be very glamorous. Well, it would be a, a, a kind of a, the biggest discotheque in the world. And it will have 21 screens and, I don't know, three or four bands. Kimmy, can you identify who that is? Mm, I will give you one extra clue. Okay. Campbell Soup Cans. Andy Warhol? Yes, it's Andy Warhol who passed away 1987 at the age of 58. Next person dies 1995, age 60, by suicide. He was an actor, part of this TV show. Identify the TV show, Kimmy. Can you identify that TV show? St. Elsewhere. That's correct. He played Dr. Westfall on that show. Tell me who it is. I'm a bourbon straight up man myself. You mean they use them to smoke pot. Necessity is the mother of invention. I need the charts on uh, two deceased patients from last uh, last week. Uh, I don't have the number. Sorry. Their names are Brenda Perez and Lila Rothlein. R-O-T-H-L-E-I-N. They're Dr. Chandler's patients. Can you tell me who that is? I can't. Well, you were able to identify that theme. That's yep. not exactly the most standout theme on planet Earth. You obviously watched the show, correct? Um, not was it because really. Of, it was because of Howie Mandel, wasn't it? That's why you watched it, right? No. It, okay. It's, it was it was on, and it's an annoying theme, so I stuck oh. in my head. Okay, it's Ed Flanders who passed away on this date, 1995. He died by suicide. 2002, Chuck Jones dies at the age of 89. He wrote, produced, and or directed many classic cartoons starring Bugs Bunny, Daffy Duck, Wiley Coyote. The Roadrunner, old, let's see, Peppy Le Pew, Porky Pig, and other Warner Brothers characters. That's Chuck Jones, who passed away 2002. Next person, singer, dies at the age of 87, Kimmy, on this date. He had a number one hit, 1957, on country and top 40 charts. Sort of impossible trivia here. See if you can identify who passed away. Here's that number one hit called Young Love. The heavenly touch of your embrace tells me no one could take your place ever in my heart. Young Love. By this person who passed away on this date. Who is it, Kimmy? Me don't know. That's Sonny James, who died on this date at the age of 87. I think you did a fantastic job on this Throwback Thursday. Thank you. We're going to go back in time and honor something we talked about on Trivia with a Golden Age of Radio. mentioned just moments ago that film and television actor, producer, director, and writer Sheldon Leonard was born on this date in 1907. 
He was no stranger to the golden age of radio. We have something he did in 1946 called Feast of the Furies. Plot of Feast of the Furies. A friendly and somewhat stupid killer is about to commit murder. His victim tries to talk him out of it. That's from 1946. And as a reminder, on our website, we have Biography and Sound, a documentary about George Washington. That's available on our website at RileyandKimmy.com. And you can listen to that right after listening to Feast of the Furies. Here's our tribute to Sheldon Leonard on The Riley and Kimmy Show. I just followed the orders. I did just like I was told. After all, when your boss tells you we... Well, I didn't exactly want to do it, but it's good pay, and I like good pay. Oh, boss, money's not everything, they say. Well, what happens if there ain't any, and then I ain't got no clothes and no food or nothing? I did just like I was told. I, I took the man where I was supposed to, and I, I watched him a little while, and then I walked away and left him. He sure was a little fella. I felt kind of sorry for him in a way. He looked harmless to me. Kind of sad, too. I wanted to be his friend, but... Well, I, I had to cock him once over the back of the head. Yeah, made a funny sound. Guess it didn't hurt him much, though. After I tied him up and sat him up in the car beside me, he, he came to in a little while... Well, hello. <laughs> hey, you feeling better? My head, it hurts. Yeah, I guess it will for a while. There's a lump. Well, I guess there would be. I'm, I'm sorry, little fella. My hands, they're tied. My feet are, too. Yeah, they sure are. I tied them. But why? Well, I didn't want to get rough again. You're such a little guy. I don't even know you. <laughs> well, I don't know you. Who are you? Oh, just call me Casey. My my last name, well, it don't matter. Casey? I don't know anybody by that name. I don't... Oh, my head. Now, look, we could have a nice trip out of this. This is a beautiful drive. Can you see out there? See, we're driving right along next to the ocean. Where are you taking me? Oh, it's not far now. Don't start acting up. I want this to be a pleasant trip. I like company. Sure, but my hands, they hurt. Couldn't you just loosen the rope a little? I don't think I should. Now, you might try something and then... Well, I don't think i better. I don't have any money, you know. Oh, now you don't think I'm a thief, do you? Oh, I... I can't figure it out, that's Now, all. never you mind. You just lean back and enjoy yourself. Hey, gee, that ocean is big, eh? Just look at it. Look at those waves. Why, they, they never stop. They just keep flapping. Uh-huh. Casey. Yeah? Got a cigarette? Yeah, sure thing. Sure, I'll, I'll even light it for you. Here. Thanks. Oh, that's all right. I want to 
be your friend. Well, that is, if you let me. Sure. We'll be friends. Just no rough stuff. Oh, no. No rough stuff. Gee, the cigarette tastes good. Yeah, yeah. Hey, uh, your name is Sam, ain't it? Yeah. Why? Well, I just wanted to make sure. What do you mean? Well, I got to be sure I got the right guy, just like he told me. Who told you? Oh, never mind, never mind. Are we going far? No, not much further. Hey, you can even help me look for the place. What place? They fished there in the summer. Summer's gone now. Won't be anyone there. there. There'll be a sign. It'll be on your side of the road. It'll say, Cook's Place Live Bait. A big sign. I smell something burning. I don't smell anything. Oh, now look at you. See what you've done. You're trying to burn that rope. Oh, guess I gotta stop the car. But my hands, they're numb. I'm disappointed in you, Sam. Well, only burn the ends of the rope. There's no harm done. Gee, you can't trust no one these days. I'm sorry, Casey. I won't do it again. Sun's going down fast. I guess I better step up. Gotta be on time. Meeting someone? No, not just me and you. There'll be no one else. It's getting cold. Wish I had some coffee. Yeah, I sure would like some too. But couldn't we stop at the next stand we see? I wouldn't try anything. Well, I'll think about it. Look, we're coming to a place. How about it? I don't think I better. No, there's, there's too many people. I'll get some on my way back. You'll get some. But me? What about me? Gee, Sam, I'm sorry. You ain't ever coming back. kept me company all the way to the place. He didn't try anything, and oh, we got along swell. I, I turned left off the highway, and I drove for about a mile over that old dirt road, and then I saw the sign, Cook's Place Live Bait. And there was the wharf, just like you said. There wasn't anyone around, and so I stopped the car right near the beach. I'd have brought an overcoat for Sam because he was actually shaking when I untied his legs. And then we started to walk toward the wharf. Well, don't fall down. My legs. They've been tied so long. Gee, it's cold. Hey, I'm sorry, Sam. I'd let you have my overcoat, but... Well, then I wouldn't have any. That's right. One, two, three... Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. What are you counting? The poles under the wharf. Poles? Yeah, come on. We, we got to walk over there under the wharf. Might not be so windy, Dan. Yeah. What time is it? It's a quarter after seven. Yeah, I'm just on time. Look, Casey. 
I don't understand all this. Oh, don't think about it, Sam. We just got a job to do, and let's get it over but with. But out here, there's no one. The wharf's deserted. Hey, look, I just do what I'm told. I, I get paid for it, and I don't ask questions. I know that, Casey, but don't you see? I don't know you. I, I've never done anything. You're all mixed up. Come over here and sit down by this pole. The tent pole from the end of the wharf, he said. Sure, Casey. Sure. The sand's wet. I can't help it, little fella. You're gonna untie my hands now? Yeah. I'm going to untie them. But remember... Okay, Casey. I'm no fool. You're twice as big as I am. Well, just remember that, then. Gee, you get skinny wrists like a woman's. <laughs> I tied this pretty good, didn't I? Yeah. That better? Oh, much better. What a relief. Thanks. You better rub them good. Yeah. Bring back the circulation. Yeah. yeah. See, I got to tie them again. Only back of the pole. No, Casey. No. But I got to them's orders. Whose orders, Casey? Whose orders? My bosses. Everyone's got a boss. Yeah. How about me being your boss, Casey? How about it? I already got a good boss. What's he pay you, Casey? Well, well, that depends. You could work for me. I'd pay you much more. You ain't got no money, Sam. Yes, I have. You think I'm dumb, don't you? No, I don't. You're smart. Plenty smart, believe me. Well, I'm not dumb. I get by. Look, Casey, work for me. Forget about your other boss. I'll give you anything you ask for. I know you're kind, little fella. You're crooked. You better just forget it. Come on. Come on. Now, back with your hands. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, now, good and tight. Oh, please, Casey. It hurts. It ain't gonna hurt long, Sam. No. Why not, Casey? Why not? You'll see. Look, I'm awfully cold. Couldn't you build a fire? Well, I never thought of that. I, I guess I could, but... No, no, no. We gotta be alone. We're alone? There's no one here. It's getting dark. The people will see and they'll wonder. There's no one around. You said so yourself. Uh, uh, smoke travels and the people see it. I was a bum once and smoke got me in trouble. Please, Casey. No, I'm smart, see? Not from books, mind you. Just from living. Casey? I'm starting to get wet. Yeah. Yeah, now, now, now that's something I don't know about. Them waves out there, they don't ever stop. They come in and they go out. In and out, in and out. What? Look, Casey. Will you be my friend? Now, ain't that a silly question? I am your friend. I like you, Sam. Then tell me why... Why we're here, you and me. All I know is that I had to bring you here. I was to be here at a quarter after seven, which I was. I was to tie you under this wharf, to tie you to the tenth pole from the end of the wharf. Well, you tied him. And now I got to go up and sit on a pier for exactly three hours. Three hours? It's a long time. Oh, I don't mind it. Only you're cold, huh? Say, what's your boss's name, Casey? Jake. Jake. 
Jake Larkin. Yeah, that's it. You know him? Yeah, I know him. He's a fine boss. Look at those waves. They keep creeping up. They're getting closer. Just never stop. Casey, can I tell you something? Will you listen? Really listen? Uh, sure. Anything. I do know Jake Larkin. He's my brother-in-law. I married his sister. Her name was Clara. Clara Larkin. My wife. We had good times together. Good times. She wanted me to be somebody. And I tried. Tried awfully hard. But I just couldn't make it. Yeah, sure, I know. That's like me. You know, I never could get any place either. Yeah, Casey. Like you. Well, anyway, she kept after me. Night school, correspondence courses, work all day and study all night. But it just wasn't in me. I'd come home nights, dog tired. It was hard to face her. We just weren't getting any place. Oh, that's too bad. Then you do understand. Why, sure I do. Well, then, one day, she was taken sick. And before I knew it, she couldn't walk anymore. Paralyzed from the waist down. My beautiful wife. Oh, gee, that's too bad. Hey, how did I ever figure that in three hours it'll be high time? Casey... You said you were my friend, didn't you? Yeah. Then you've got to listen to me. My whole story, all of it. Will you do that? I guess so. Well, I kept on working and coming home nights and sitting with my wife and listening to her. And there she was, cooped up in one room, staring at four walls, waiting for the night, watching for the day. It wasn't a very shiny world for her. This was our life for five years. And I want you to hear it. Will you listen? Go ahead, Sam. I'll listen. Well, one night I came home, tired, discouraged. I could hardly get up the steps. Partway. Tired? No, not very. And you? No, dear. How could I be lying in bed all day? Don't, dear. I'm sorry. Doctor was here today. Good news? No. He said there wasn't any use in his coming anymore. Darling. Just as well, Sam. There'll be no more doctor bills. I don't care about the bills. I want you to walk. I know you do, dear, but if I can't, we must make the best of it. That's easy to say. Sam, come and sit here beside me. Hold my hand like you used to. My poor darling. Sam, do you love me? 
Why do you ask that? Because you never tell me anymore. Don't you know? I want to hear it. I love you, Clara. Oh, Sam, I'm sorry if I've nagged you. I wanted you to be something you couldn't be. I was wrong. Don't, Clara. You'll lie here all day imagining things. Wouldn't it be wonderful if I could live my life over again? Maybe this pain is a punishment. Stop it. Will you, Clara? All right, all right, Sam. Why don't you go for a walk or to a movie, maybe? I've been away all day. Can't we just sit and talk without getting morose? My brother dropped in today. Jake? What did he want? Nothing. He usually has a reason for coming around. Oh, well, he only... Well, how is Jake? (laughs) I suppose he was bulging with money as usual. Dressed fit to kill. He did look nice. I don't want his kind of dough. He just wanted to help me, Sam. How? Get another doctor. Well? It wouldn't do any good. I've had other doctors. They all say the same thing. That's not the reason you turned him down. Yes, it was. No. You turned him down because you have a husband who's too proud to accept charity. No. A husband who'd much rather see his wife suffer. Oh, you're not fooling me, Clara. He wanted something else, too. No, Sam. He wanted to take you away, didn't he? Didn't he? Yes. Why didn't you go? He's no good, you know that. He's your brother. Plenty of easy money. Might make you walk again. You should have gone. Now, please, Sam, I don't want to talk about it. Read, read to me. What do I read? Here. Here, read this. Poetry? Oh, it's beautiful. I can't read poetry. Oh, come on, now. Here, start here. Well, how do I love thee? Let me count the ways. I love thee to the depth and breadth and, and height my soul can reach when feeling out of sight for the ends of being and ideal grace. I love thee to the level of every day's most quiet need by sun and candlelight. I love thee freely as men strive for right. I love thee purely as they turn from praise. I love thee with a passion put to use in my old griefs and with my childhood's faith. I love thee with a love I seem to lose with my lost saints. I love thee with a breath, smiles, tears of all my life. And if God choose, I shall but love thee better after death. Isn't that wonderful? Yes, it is. Who wrote it? Elizabeth Browning. She must have been lovely. Yes. Look, look, Sam. What what is it? There's smoke coming from under the door. Here, put your robe on. Sam. Hurry, Clara. Here, I'll help you. Here, now, put your robe on. I'll open the door. The stairs are on fire. Clara. No, Sam, you can't carry me. It's 
four flights down. Yes, I can. <laughs> Don't struggle, Clara. Here, put this over your head. Sam, let me stay here. What? Don't you see? It's better this way. Let me stay here. Are you mad? Here, put your arm around my neck. You can't carry yes, me. Yes, I can. Hold on to me. Don't you understand, darling? I want to stay here. I'll always be helpless like this. If I stay, you'll be free. You'll have a chance to be something. You're coming with me. No. We'll go down the stairs. Sam, let me stay. You think I'm a murderer? It wouldn't be murder. No one would know. I'm giving you a chance for a new life. Take it. No! Never get down the stairs together, Sam. If, if you go alone. You hold this over your head. Do you understand? Goodbye, Sam. Clara! Stop struggling! Clara! did that for me. She deliberately broke away from me and threw herself into the fire. Gee, well, what about you? Oh, they were able to get me out all right. But she... Oh, gee, that was bad, little fella. Then you do believe me. You do believe that it wasn't my fault. Oh, sure. She wanted to die, didn't she? Yes, I think about such things, too. If you believe me, then. Untie me. Let me go. I can't. Jake would be mad, and he's my boy. No, he'll never know. It's funny, ain't it? I mean, the way she died, and, and now you're going to drown? No. Untie me, Casey. Don't you understand? Jake wants me to die because he thinks I left his sister to burn to death. But you know the truth now. You can save me. Well, it wasn't your fault. No. Untie me. But I got my orders. I can't go back on them. But this is really murder, Casey. Do you understand that? Oh, no, little fella. I'm only doing what I'm told. I gotta keep my job, don't I? They'll find out, Casey. And you'll be punished. Well, Jake told me not to worry. He'd take care of me. Let me go to Jake. Let me tell him my story. You can do that for me, can't you? No. Jake don't want to talk to you. Casey, be reasonable. Hey, if you keep yelling like that, I'm going to have to hit you. You idiot! Don't you understand, you blind, stupid... What did you call me, little fella? I didn't mean it, Casey. I didn't mean it. I don't like what you called me. I heard that one before. I thought you were my friend. I am your friend. Untie me. I gotta be going. I done everything just like Jake told me, and now I gotta be going. Casey. So long, Sam. Casey. Casey. A dog. Casey. So I walked off, Jake, just like you told me. Well, Where's my $50? Hey, hey, boss, can I have my... Your $50? 
Do you know what you've done? Well, what did I do? I, I did just like you told you me. You murdered an innocent man. Why? Because you told me to. After he told you what happened to my sister, didn't you realize he was innocent? Well, I did just like you told me. Oh, Don't you... be sore, Jack. Oh, you idiot. You stupid, stupid idiot. What did you call me? Wait a minute. Don't pull any of that on me. Stay where you are. You called me that name, too. I don't like that. Casey. Hey, Casey, remember, I'm your boss. I thought you was my friend, too. Casey. Oh, don't pull a gun on me, boss. Oh, stay away from me. (laughs) Stay away from me. Casey. Casey. Casey, that's right, Jake. No. My name's Casey. Not what you said. Jake. Hey, Jake. No. No. No, I, I ain't got no boss. No. No, I ain't got no boss. If you enjoyed that golden age of radio production, be sure to follow the Riley and Kimmy show. We feature old time radio shows from time to time. We have archived episodes available right now on our website at RileyandKimmy.com. Some of them have old time radio episodes on them. Please tell your friends about the Riley and Kimmy show. Help us grow. Our social media links are available on our website at RileyandKimmy.com. That's R-I-L-E-Y. And Kimmy, K-I-M-M-Y, dot com. If you friend, follow, and like us, we will friend and follow you back. Also, be sure to check out our website, events page, and our social media pages for updates where the Riley and Kimmy show will be appearing next. And we're available for your pop culture event and also those that are animal-based, about pets and animals, too. We have a spinoff show called Animal Special. So be sure to tell your friends about us. It's the Riley and Kimmy Show, the nerd variety talk show with daily pop culture episodes. The Riley and Kimmy Show. Find archive podcasts of the Riley and Kimmy Show at RileyandKimmy.com. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over prohibited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.